Yo, yo, welcome to the Ignorant Know-It-Alls, the podcast again for another banger. I'm your boy, Wavy McGuire, a.k.a. The Ignorant Know-It-All, a.k.a. Genuine's favorite cousin. And it's your boy, Travis Harris, a.k.a. P90 Trav, <laughs> a.k.a. Jailbody <clears throat> Trav. AKA, <laughs> don't want to say the last part because I don't want to get flagged. And I'm Brooklyn International, AKA the Brooklyn Bosque. Yo, they welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Yo, you doing good. You, you threw me <laughs> off for me. Like, you like my little. I thought somebody was getting shot outside. I, know. I, didn't, know, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, moving like up little, in the world. You we, like my little sound effects? We got sound yeah. effects now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to be syndicated soon. No doubt. So, fellas, how, how, how was your week? Uh, how, how, did you, how did you spend your week? How about you, Wavy? What's up? What's going on with you? My week was good. You know what I mean? I got a few death threats from uh, K. Michelle fans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shout out to K. Michelle. Shout, yeah, shout yeah. out to K. Michelle. You know, I thought I received a. Uh, death threat from uh, Sean Bradley. I thought he got at me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stevie Wonder read the description and hit me up and go, that's how my week has been going, son. I feel you on that one, man. The K. Michelle death threats are serious. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got a call. I got a call from Cuomo myself, but uh, he, he's a little uh, busy right now. <laughs> yeah, he, he's going through it. He's going through He's going through it right now. He is tied up. Like, uh, he, literally being tied <laughs> up. Tied poker. up. <laughs> he's, he's into a lot of things these days. Yeah. How do you guys feel about that, by the way? I, I don't know if you guys uh, heard his apology. He kind of apologized, but he didn't apologize. That wasn't, that wasn't a formal apology. That, <laughs> that was not a formal apology. <laughs> he was like, like, come on, man. Like, I've never seen a politician get under heat like that on television. He said, like, you know, I'm just, I'm just doing, I'm sorry. I said, what? I haven't seen anything that good since uh, Bill Clinton, actually. Oh. Bill, Bill Clinton was the master of that. And Cuomo, I think, stepped it up nah, a little but bit. Bill Clinton walked away with a great quote, though. I did not have sexual relations with that wall. He just, he I just love got, that he just got straight, 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 heady. You know, just. <laughs> yeah, I remember before when I used to get caught cheating, man, I used to just say that all the time to the girls. Like, my girl, like, yo, why you, why you cheating on me? I just don't have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> do, you, do you think he'll, he'll actually resign? Or? He said he not resign. You heard him say yeah, that. Yeah, no. The, the girl, the third girl came out and said, I want him to resign. I do not want his apology. He said, I am not. I am not stepping down. Yeah, he's not going there. You know what I thought? You know, you know what I thought was funny is that uh, the girl that's accusing him said that he made his assistant go to his sexual abuse classes. <laughs> that he made everybody. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that he, he sent his assistant. Look at the to irony in that. The irony. He sent him crazy. to sexual abuse classes and he doing the abusing. How do you do that? <laughs> that's crazy. So I guess we're calling this Nipplegate. Oh. Did, did you hear that? <laughs> I know everybody saw the pictures. Oh, Did everybody man. see the pictures? Did yeah, you see yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I don't know how a grown man has both <laughs> nipples pierced. I know he has his belly button. He's a wild boy. And he has a chain going from his belly button connected to both <laughs> nipples. That shit looks like the flux capacitor. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's crazy. I've never, I've never seen a politician like to be dominated. That's crazy. I've never seen that. You've never only, seen that? The only person that I respect that does things like that is Marv Albert. You know, like Marv Albert oh, yeah. is the best at no, it. Like but, that man wears panties but, and girdles underneath the suit. But he likes to, to bite girls' backs. And okay. He's a little yeah, abusive. I, I like this. I like this. I'm about to say nipple on the back ain't nothing wrong no, with No, no, no. Not nibble. nibble. Nah, he actually <laughs> put teeth marks. Like, oh, teeth marks. He, like that man is a walking <laughs> zombie. All I'm saying is I all I'm saying is Cuomo he just need to step it up and just step down that's all step up step down, <laughs> step it up and step down. we need it. we 
need a new um, governor. Do, do you think now uh, that, that we'll switch over to Republican? Uh, now with all this fiasco going on, do you, do you think that's possible now? No, man. Could be. I don't think so, though. New York's a democratic state. I mean, I don't this, think it's going to flip the script like that. I mean, there's a bunch of parties that we could do. Like, we don't have to be Democrats. Yeah. I was only a Democrat because all my family members were Democrats. Like, I was knee deep in the, in the Democratic Party game. Like, my grandfather was a Democrat. My father was a Democrat. I was a made man, so I had to become a Democrat. <laughs> I knew I was something special. But I mean, we got all these parties. You got the Liberal Party. Mm. You got the Green Party. You got the House Party. <laughs> I'm about to join the House Party. I'm just like shit. that. I'm there with you. Son, you know Kid and Play were the best campaign managers. <laughs> Look what they did for the pajama party. That's a fact. <laughs> they had a great musical set. They did. Look so good. <laughs> what? I'm just, I'm Ain't my type of hype, baby. I'm, I'm oh. doing that. I'm joining the house party. There you go. You, you don't even got to make rules. You just dance all day. That's it. I know. I like that. I, I like do that. the Kid and Play all day. All just, day. Uh. Speaking of uh, old school movies and things like that, I don't know if you guys got a chance to see, but Coming to America oh my uh, came out recently. And it brings back. Like, uh, the old characters that we all liked, Don Amos, mm-hmm. uh, Senior Hall, Eddie Murphy, Terry Hadley. Right. Uh, I don't know if you guys got a chance to see it, but yeah, what, do you, what are I, your thoughts? I, I actually watched the movie. And here's my thoughts. Like, Coming to America was like the 03, 04 season when the Lakers had signed all the old niggas onto the team. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Gary Payton, Carl Malone, Bill Russell, Thinking Horace they Grant. They, they, they brought all these old dudes to try to win a championship, and that shit didn't work. You know what I'm saying? To me, it was dope to see everybody back together. John Amos and, he looked, and, uh, he and, and James frail. Earl Jones, like they just looked like they was just sniffing nothing but metal muscle <laughs> oh. in a coffin. You know, you know what was interesting about that movie that I didn't know? I didn't know that Louis Anderson wasn't originally cast to be in it. They they forced him to to put a cat a white actor in that movie. Right. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that either. I was upset when Wesley Snipes came out and all of his 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 soldiers was dancing with, <laughs> with guns and all that. It looked like a scene from a West Side Story. Like they was just. <laughs> Snapping, snapping his fingers and he was just coming in. Guns? Son, yeah. I was like, really? Come on. Eddie Murphy in an interview said that he was already planning uh, the part three to it. And, oh. it, and it's supposed to take uh, 16 years after. Nah, that, I was- Tom's I, fan? Yeah. I guess now the son would actually be here. Yeah, I know, He'll probably right. do the same thing, like right. being a coffee. die and be alive at his right. funeral too. Exactly. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, to pass okay. the torch. So, so I guess I'll ask you guys the, the obvious question. Which fictitious land would you rather be in? Wakanda? Or Zamunda. I'm oh. going to Wakanda. Going to Wakanda, 100%. Wakanda. Hell yeah. <laughs> Y'all got, they got their own salute. Like, once you put that X up, you know where you at. I'm like, I mean, the only reason why I would love to go to Zamunda is because I definitely want them to wash the royal penis. That's the only, like, I want to wake up every morning to that. But how you know that? Like, you, you can't do anything in Wakanda, though. No, you can't you do, can't look do how, that. Look how strong them females yeah. are. A lot Wakanda. of people like a little dominance. Look at your man Cuomo. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people like a little dominant. That was laughs with traffic. Oh, man. Oh, man. Don't call me, call me. Don't hey, call me. My know. phone don't work, so it don't matter. You yeah. can't call me. I was binging, uh, like, this whole week, so so I also got a chance to binge the uh, Biggie documentary. I got something to Yo. say. I don't know if you guys got a chance to see it. I watched it as soon as it aired on Monday. Okay. Which was dope. It was a lot of dope footage. Right. D-Rock had a lot of dope footage that we've never seen before. And I was just like, yo, those were hitting gems. Just, yeah. just out 
character and it actually put Big in a uh, in a different light from aside of all the stuff that we've seen him doing. Right, he's a good like, guy. Yeah, he is a good he guy. He made like some he, mistakes, but he was a, he he was took a care really of his, good he guy. He took care of his crew. He made sure everybody was on point. Yeah. I actually have a funny Biggie story back in the day at Grant's Tomb. Y'all know what Grant's Tomb is. <laughs> Grant's Tomb is one of those, the Jazzmobile on 121st Street and Riverside Park. And uh, after the Jazzmobile, everybody would just shoot right back to 125th Street and walk up and down the block and just bag whatever females are available. I remember uh, my boy was telling one of his friends, like, yo, can you drop my cousin off so you can go back home? I'm in the car sitting in the back and they driving. And at that time, Big had uh, the Land Cruiser, the mm -hmm. Toyota Land Cruiser. They was hot back then. Yeah, those were fly. Big was sitting in the driver's seat and Shorty pulled up and was like, Big, oh my goodness, we love the album. We love you, blah, blah, blah. Big was like, yo, I appreciate it. I jumped out of nowhere. It was like, yo, I don't care about Big's <laughs> album. I need to get home, nigga. I need to get home before my mother is like, yo, <laughs> if I get grounded, I'm not supposed to be out past yeah. one o'clock in the morning. No, but, but but those were my thoughts too. There, there was a lot of great footage. You know, I got, I got a little nostalgic. I got a little emotional because I was like, damn, really miss yeah. Big and I was like you really nice guy but you know I started just really getting sad because he shouldn't have been out there to begin with mm -hmm. and, 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 it, and it made me think think back to uh, the Vibe magazine though. right you remember Kevin Powell he yeah. was uh, yeah. from MTV Real World mm -hmm. and then he became senior writer at yeah. Vibe and and he really uh, started that uh, East Coast versus, uh, versus West Coast uh, magazine that kind of contributed to all that the chaos. Beef and, do do yeah. you think he sh he should bear like some of the responsibility for what happened? I think or? he should. All media has to take responsibility for creating chaos for things that aren't even what it is. That's like an there, there was never there was never a beef yeah. between East Coast and West Coast. I think West Coast dominated music at that point in time before yeah. Puff came back in and mm -hmm. and literally, if you really look at it, like the only people that were actually actually holding it down on the East Coast was big and was Jay. They were holding the East Coast down. Everybody and Nas, else and Nas and Nas, and Nas and everybody else was just kind of, you know, off and on. But Big and Pac were friends, you know what I mean? Yeah, like how do you take that and twist it and Pac was on another level. I think Pac was on, I think Pac was bipolar. You know, he just assumed that everybody was after him and I was just happy to see C. Gutter. C. Gutter is instrumental in working with at-risk youth and, and youth that are in the juvenile justice system. And he does a uh, after-school program where he does workouts and nutrition and stuff like that. So it was, it was it was dope to see him in that and really telling the story and what he did and what his part was to helping Biggie grow to where Big was. Um, and there was a couple of other people that you know that I know back in the day that was that was talking. But that was a dope. It was a dope documentary. Yeah. I, I, I encourage everybody to go see that doc. You yeah, know, I tried. Just, I tried to watch it. But your Netflix, you don't even have a Netflix. Nah, I was trying to. Actually, I was looking through one of my neighbors' apartments, and then he called the cops on me. <laughs> 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 I was looking through the window and he, he thought I was trying to like spy in. And I'm like, nah, I'm trying to watch the documentary. Right. Cops came and all like, you know, it's a big fiasco. Everybody from Brooklyn is making big moves. Like we had the documentary. Mm -hmm. We talked about Jay selling majority of his shares for champagne. And now, yeah, he's, you know, he sold, uh, I guess, the rest of his uh, title. Now he didn't sell the rest of it. Jay had full control of title. Then he sold a majority of the share to Sprint. Sprint, 33%. Right, 33% to Sprint. Then he bought it back and then sold. Oh, he bought it back. He bought it back and okay. then sold a major majority to 
Jack Dorsey, who owns Twitter and right. owns Square for like 300 and something million dollars. Yeah, it was, and yeah. he's sitting on the board now. So let me ask you a question, because it looks like with Jay-Z, it's kind of like a fire sale is going on. He's selling his champagne, he's selling premium company. I think like, he's just doing you, that you know, liquidation. Is it ironic because he's always talking about black excellence? I think he's, he's doing a lot of liquidation and just selling to generate cash and I'm thinking that he may purchase a sporting team. Uh, I mean, I think okay. he, he, uh, NFL know, team. It could be NFL, he could go right back into NBA. I know he could play a bigger part as a, minor, a minority, minority owner. Because it makes sense because he has a close relationship with Roger Goodell. Yes, Jay had tweeted for the first time in two years. I said from the beginning, that title was about more than just a streaming music service. And six years later, look what happened. Just went on to retweet and was like, you know, Jack Dorsey is one of the greatest minds of all times. And you know, they, they're, they're both discussing endless possibilities for for title. You know, and I think it would be dope now to have Square have that streaming service platform where you can right. make purchases. You More know. power to Jay-Z. Yeah, it, it looks like like uh, our hip-hop artists are evolving into bigger, better things. Uh, speaking of, Will Smith was in the news uh, recently because he said he's thinking about running for office, maybe his political office. He's a president. Yeah. The fresh president? <clears throat> yeah. The fresh prince of Bel-Air? How, how, do you, how do you guys feel about that? Like, do the you fresh prince of Washington? Like, like if Queen Latifah <laughs> or Jay-Z were to run for, for yeah, politics, would you, would you vote for them? Hell no. And why not? You know, Ronald Reagan was a president and he was an actor, so why wouldn't you vote? For right, him? and we voted for Donald Trump, who's a exactly. state in uh, TV. A reality TV. Yeah, I already right. know how I feel about 45. That man put money in my pocket, man. That man, <laughs> man be an entrepreneur, brother. <laughs> I ain't got no qualms with that man whatsoever. Right. He, he put money in your pocket? He that's, did. that's it, he put a lot of money in unemployed people's yeah, pockets. I read this tweet that this person had posted up. Unemployed people have the most fun. I was unemployed in London, Amsterdam, Brazil, and Dubai <laughs> in a four-month span. That's lit. That's enjoyable. Right? <laughs> Everybody is going to work. Come on, man. You know, Come catching on. this, what they catching, we at home. <laughs> 600 a week. <laughs> How does that sound? Olderman Jay-Z and his, his, uh, his, his first... His first line of defense is uh, Tata. <laughs> <laughs> How does that sound? That sounds hot. Tata. You know? That's funny. That's bad for me. Mayor that's Smith. The, Mayor William Smith. Mayor Smith. Mayor Smith. Mayor Smith. And then yeah. and then his deputy his deputy mayor would be uh, <laughs> Jazzy Jeff. Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Deputy Jazzy Jeff. And there you go. West Philadelphia. Born and raised. You're supposed to be helping out West Philly. You yeah. don't even talk about West Philly no more. You know what I mean? Jay-Z from Marcy. You just sold all your companies, liquidated all this stuff. Right. Help out Marcy. So I'm not going to vote for you. You ain't really doing nothing for the community. Right. That's how I look at it. Like, you got to really be in tune with the community. You have the power to do so much for the black community already now. So it's like, you're going to get in the office and what are you going to change? It's, it's right. kind of what Wavy was saying. Uh, it's like a, a double-edged sword, how I'm looking at it. That they haven't really put yeah. effort into the community. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That makes no sense to me. Like, I, you already got the money. You should be helping out your, mm -hmm. your communities. Like I don't know if you guys heard already, but Texas, Mississippi, Arizona, speaking of politics, they're all open 100% now. What, how do you guys know? Masks, no oh, nothing, no six feet distance. I, <laughs> I can't wait till they say that in New York. I want them to open New York, bro. Me too. 100. Well, okay. I'm gonna take the condom off faster than I take off the mask. You know what I mean? Right, I said it backwards though, but I'm gonna take the mask off faster than I take off the condom, baby. I go. can't wait to fuck the world.
<laughs> Yo, with no Vaseline. Raw face. <laughs> wow. So the conspiracy thing, uh, I'm thinking that they're going to get let everybody get infected to force a mandatory vaccine on anybody. Son, they had to do that in Texas. They had to open up in Texas. All the people that you let die freezing <laughs> on their on recliners. I don't mean to laugh. All, yeah. all the fish and the dog that froze to death. Mm -hmm. All the pipes that burst in your home and had floods and you had to open that up. <laughs> now this is where the conspiracy kicks in for me. Go ahead. Because Texas is a hot state. Texas so, is next to Mexico. So, so okay, you, I see what you're saying. So you're, you're thinking they next used Next to harp? the equator somewhere Correct. around there. So I see what you're saying. So they, you, they used harp? I believe so. Uh, I, I uh, think so, too. You know what I mean? Genetically modified clouds. I shut the people up. Yeah. I think New York City used that one year when they had the Super Bowl. During the Super Bowl. I agree. When they played the Super Bowl here. As I said, that's just my conspiracy theory about that. But weather modification is a reality. That's not a theory. A lot of people People don't take it as if it is a real thing. We can have this conversation with, I would say, have it in a room full of 100 black people, probably like 20 to 25 gonna actually believe it. Right. The other 75 is gonna be like, it's too much going on. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't believe what you're talking about. I don't right. see it for myself, exactly. so I can't trust what you're saying. Exactly. And you can do the research yourself. Exactly. But that's how I look at it. I feel like, you know, they, 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 they doing my, my family down there in Texas wrong, man. You know, <laughs> bigger in Texas, man. They doing it wrong, man. There, there, there's a lot of agendas going on. The stars at night are big and bright. <laughs> <laughs> deep in the heart no, of Texas. Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Now they're saying that uh, Mr. Potato Head is no, is not a Mister anymore. It's uh, it's genderless yeah, now. It's gender sweet potato on, now, I guess. Uh, well, what's going on with sweet that? Potato? Sweet potato. <laughs> how, how do you feel about? But you all know, that? you got to look at it. Mr. Potato Head was the first cross dresser back in the day. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. Potato Head was the first cross dresser. <laughs> the first cross dresser. First dude to do that before Dennis Rodman. Before, before Dennis, Dennis Rodman. Rodman. I think Dennis Rodman stole his. Uh, I think so. He yeah. probably you know stole. Ain't nobody being different like me. Right. But I'm gonna do what Mr. Potato but, um, Head did. But I. I I think I think everybody I think everybody is up in arms. I think adults are up in arms about you know the whole Mr. Potato Head. You know I just agree. the same thing with with Dr. Seuss. Like why everybody now is up in arms we and so been, racist we about know, about how Dr. Seuss. We knew Seuss. Dr. Seuss and them Walt <clears throat> Disney how they played back then. Absolutely. So it's like if it's put out there, these are the first animations, the first cartoons right. and all that. So you know they putting us. It's not even about blackface with the white character. You, you see how they portray black people. Period. Mm -hmm. They lit, very dark, right. mad, right. you know, rambunctious, dancing all around. Yeah. So it's like this stuff that been in history. Right. You just gotta. Do your research yeah like all black folks research. all black folks yeah black folks we are animated mm -hmm. you know we love singing we love dancing that's right. how you we get past saying? the time that's how that's we bypass slavery yeah. that's, yeah. that's how that's how that's we got over it. yeah, yeah that's, so, in, that's indigenous to, uh, to our culture yeah. Yeah, but that, the thing that is before is slavery we, we were kings and queens anyway so exactly. I, I, I don't i don't know why everybody refers uh, just to the slavery part of it. Before that, we we created civilization, so yeah. yeah. So we should all remember that. Just to wrap up, like everything that's going on. Like, what are your final thoughts on right, this whole thing? Yo, Cuomo, man, keep your shirt button, man. Don't show, <laughs> <laughs> don't show the nipple rings no more, man. Yeah. Stop talking to these females, telling that you're playing and that mm -hmm. you're sorry. Step down, brother, and live your life, man. If you're a freaking wow. adult, stay an adult, man. Yeah. For for me, I, w I was happy to to go back to Zamunda. Uh, it, it brought back a lot of good memories, uh, and uh, I can't I can't wait uh, to go back again. Now now I can't wait to go back to Wakanda. You want to go to Wakanda? Yeah, I, I, lo I love seeing black people looking you. great. So uh, I got you. I love it. To sum all of this up, 
Mr. Potato Head. He's still Mr. Potato Head to me. I think Cuomo's nipple piercing is hilarious. Um, I wish he would just take his shirt off so he could just show everybody how much of a freak he is. Yeah, and I'm happy that this deal went through with, um, with Jack Dorsey. Hopefully, you know, we'll be able to get this podcast up yeah. on title. And coming to America, please do not make part three. That's the, that's all I'm saying. I think they're still gonna make a part three. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, don't wanna, I don't want a part three. But you know what? This is your boy, Wavy McGuire, AKA the ignorant know-it-all, AKA Genuine's favorite cousin. It's your boy, Travis Harris, AKA P90 Trav, AKA Jill Body Trav. Don't wanna say the last part because I don't wanna get flat. And this is Brooklyn International. We'll see you next time on The Ignorant Know-It-Alls. The Ignorant Know-It-Alls, we'll holla at you.